Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. PartnerVest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security. Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. I'm Charlie Wright, your host. I'm very pleased you've joined us today. We're here with Nick Scalzo of the Elements Financial Group. Nick, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Well, thank you, Charlie. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Great to have you here. So, Nick, give us a little of your background and uh, tell us about the Elements Financial Group. So, Charlie, my background is as a financial advisor. I've been doing that over 20 years. And... uh, It dawned on us about a decade ago that financial advisors also need help in managing their money, and the Elements Financial Group was created by my brother, Gayton, and myself to support financial advisors behind the scenes and help them manage clients' money. Okay, and so how do you provide the support here? So we we construct model portfolios that financial advisors can use after profiling their clients uh, across a gradient of you know, risk profiles, and assign them to accounts that we manage. And what do you provide that is not available elsewhere in the marketplace for these uh, people? Well, number one, I think we provide AAA-rated service to the financial advisor. But in addition to that, we have several different product lines. Uh, We uh, constructed our own exchange-traded funds that we manage to help financial advisors. They're very unique strategies you can't find anywhere else. But in addition to that, we've developed a very unique uh, software that uh, is called Risk Pro, and it helps uh, end investors really truly understand and convey their risk tolerance to their financial advisors. Risk Pro, that's two words, Risk Pro. No, it's actually one word. One word, yes. Risk Pro. That's okay, correct. and tell us what Risk Pro does and how it works. So, the uniqueness of Risk Pro is that I should start with prior to Risk Pro. There is a gap in communication across the industry between end investors and their financial advisors. They generally were using these risk profiling questionnaires, trying to get them into the ballpark of what kind of portfolio to construct and what levels of risk the advisor should put in the portfolio. And we you know, developed a system that allows the end investor to accurately and succinctly dis- convey their risk tolerance to their cl- to their financial advisor based on their downside tolerance. Okay, now risk tolerance is a term that you and I use all the time, but how could we describe that or define that for our listeners who may not be as familiar with the term? So what we're trying to determine here is, you know, how much risk to put into a portfolio. Now, when the markets are going up, the more risk one has in, in his or her portfolio the higher the probability they can maximize their returns. Of course, that has the opposite effect in a down market. The more risk you've put in the portfolio can exacerbate your losses. So finding out where the comfort level is with the uh, investor is extremely important for the financial advisor to pinpoint that 
and construct a portfolio that is comfortable for that investor. So in other in both words, both up and down markets. Okay, so in other words, an investor who is willing to risk more is typically going to gain more in up markets and lose more in down markets. Theoretically, yes. And then the the contrary is also true. So someone who says I cannot afford to hardly lose anything, then their upside gains are naturally going to be limited in upside markets. Exactly. And and so what is important for the advisor to understand from the investor, or put another way, the investor must convey to the advisor, is essentially what they're willing to stomach in the form of losses if the market turned against them. And then it is important that the advisor construct a portfolio with the highest probability of not hitting that number while maximizing the results or the returns in, an, in, in the up markets. How about an example? You and I have gone through lots of examples like this, but how about for our listeners who are not sitting down and doing this every day? So I, I'll give you an example that I had back in February of 2013. I have these clients that are from Maui. Uh, we have an exceptional relationship, and I'm the advisor on the accounts. And the clients had called me approximately eight times over the previous year and a half, so going back into 2011, Charlie, they had called me wanting out of the market, uh, starting with that tsunami in Japan, if you recall, and then yes. each time we had a fiscal cliff crisis, uh, they called in with the jitters and wanted out of the market. So back then, RiskPro did not exist. And so what my job uh, as a financial advisor is to advise uh, clients from making mistakes. As, as part of my job, and I advised them to stay invested. Well, I had to give up ground in risk, seemingly with each phone call, to keep them comfortable so they could stay in the market at some level. When I was presenting their returns, I presented some pretty exceptional returns for the r amount of risk that was in the portfolio. It was a very low-risk portfolio, and I generated them a really good return for that risk. Well, the problem was that the S&P that year in 2012 had made 15% approximately with dividends. And the clients made about, about half of that. And for the level of risk, as I said, it was an exceptional return. But because the S&P did 15%, they didn't understand how well we had done. And they didn't think they captured their fair share. And that actually, Charlie, that was the, uh, the in inception point of developing the tool that particular client review. And so the purpose of RiskPro is to define the risk tolerance of the client and then which allows you to establish a portfolio of investments accordingly. Exactly. The client by giving me a downside, you know, clients understand risk Charlie in dollar loss potential. You know, if I'm going to put a million dollars in the markets, how much can I lose? if everything turns against me. So now with RiskPro, the investor is able to come in and set that level, that limit. So let's say, for example, a client was investing a million dollars today, and they went through the RiskPro system and said, you know, I do not want to lose, if everything turned against me, I would not want to lose more than $100,000 in any given year. RiskPro then allows me to blend any combination of my favorite mutual funds, exchange-traded funds, or stocks in such a way that I now have a 98.6% probability of not hitting 
that client-directed downside tolerance. And it gives me my risk budget so that I can then uh, construct the portfolio in such a way to maximize the results without setting the client's emotions into play. And so you meet with the client and you basically ask, what's the largest loss you could handle this year without having thoughts of suicide? Without you or, or jumping out of the market. Yes, that's exactly okay. it. And so they're essentially now assigning me the risk budget. Then I take that risk budget, use the Risk Pro software, and blend together my favorite managers to maximize the return for that investor given that risk budget that they assigned me. You see, financial advisors understand risk in, in complicated terms like standard deviation and beta and these, these, this terminology that not every end investor understands. End investors understand risk and dollar loss potential. And what RiskPro does is it bridges the gap between those uh, two languages, if you will, so that we're speaking in synonyms. So now the client says, I, I don't want to see this go down more than 100000 The system converts it into the risk metrics that we need as financial advisors to construct a quote-unquote perfect portfolio customizer pinpointed to that client. And then when the, at the end of the year, unlike your client the, whose story you just described to us, when the client comes in and they have said, hey, I can handle a loss maximum of 10%, and you show them, well, the market is up 15%, you're up 7%, then you have a reason why you're not matching what the market was, because they said that their maximum loss or mas maximum risk level was a certain amount, so you were required to establish a portfolio accordingly. Spot on, Charlie. That's exactly what's happening here. And I also have, basically by doing so, we have a built-in benchmark on how to benchmark our returns for that given level of risk. And understanding that the investor now understands what a good return is. It, we take away the ambiguity of what good returns are and poor returns are by using this system. I see. That's, uh, and I would think that the client really likes that and appreciates that. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, prior, again, going back in time a little bit, the standard operating procedure in the financial advisory space was to use, let's say, a 10 or 20 question a risk profile questionnaire that asked clients things like how many years to retirement, how, what's their level of investment experience, you know, is it none, some, extensive, etc. The financial advisor's job was to uh, calculate the score based on the answer for each question, aggregate those, and a client, the, the end investor would go into uh, an ambiguous risk bucket from, let's say, conservative out to aggressive with most of the people landing in the middle somewhere, and they call it either balanced or moderate. The huge problem exists there, though, uh, Charlie, in that there is no standardized definition of a balanced portfolio or a moderate portfolio. I'm in a unique position as a CEO of the Elements Financial Group where I have a lot of money managers that want us to, they want to get into our system and manage money for financial advisors. And I've asked numerous uh, money managers what their definition of balanced is, as an example, Charlie. They give me a different answer every single time. It's in those sophisticated terms we talked about earlier, like standard deviation and so forth, but it's clearly in the eye of the beholder. 
And so that creates ambiguity, not having a standardized definition. I, I, I can see that, no question about it. And, and it creates ambiguity for both the advisor and for the client. Absolutely. I can see that. So what we did, you know, to use kind of an analogy, those risk profiling questionnaires, uh, to me, I, I liken them to a Thomas Guide. You know, if you all remember Thomas Guides, a uh, very useful tool back in the day. They would get you into the neighborhood, but you had to pull over 50 times before you found the house, right? <laughs> well, now what RiskPro is, liken it to a GPS. I can now pinpoint exactly the risk that that client wants and needs in that portfolio. I can see that. It, al- it also has a very, a very useful financial planning component to it as well, Charlie. Okay, Uh, let's stop right there and let's take a quick break here, Nick. Uh, You're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. I'm Charlie Wright. We're talking with Nick Scalzo, CEO of the Elements Financial Group, and we'll be right back. According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. All right, now back to Charlie and his guest. Welcome back to Strategic Investor Radio. Today is January 23rd, 2015, and we're sitting here with Nick Scalzo of the Elements Financial Group. He's the CEO, and we're talking about their product, Risk Pro. So you mentioned Risk Pro uh, can measure up to 98.5% accuracy in not exceeding the law, the maximum loss that the client has identified. Uh, Where'd you come up with the number 98.5%? That's a good question, Charlie. Interestingly, uh, we've partnered with the Bank of New York Mellon uh, on RiskPro to, you know, get it out into end investors' hands and so forth with their financial advisors. But in so doing, we went through an extensive due diligence process with them, and they brought in you know, PhDs in mathematics and so forth to really dive into the risk pro system and make sure that, uh, you know, the numbers uh, lined up and so forth. And what they did is a study that yielded three conclusions. Number one, uh, it has a 98.6% statistical probability when you construct a portfolio to the risk budget generated by risk pro after the investor gives you their loss tolerance. You have a 98.6% probability of not exceeding that downside. Okay. And that is what, two standard deviations? That is uh, actually greater than two standard deviations. It's, it's actually more than 2.2 standard deviations would need to occur to touch that number. So it's highly unlike if the client says the maximum loss I can have is 10%. Your system, it's extremely unlikely that they could lose more than 10% through the allocation developed by your system. Exactly. In fact, it would take essentially a a a once-in-a-lifetime market like 2008 to even have a chance at exceeding their downside. 
and you said that clients look at uh, what they could lose in one particular year. Well, what if a client says or a client thinks in terms of three-year period? He says, look, I can't lose more than 25% over a three-year period or 15% over a three-year period. Does it always have to be within a one-year period? It does because the risk metrics that uh, they uh, commonly and most uh, mathematically accepted form of risk for financial advisors and portfolio managers, money managers, if you will, is standard deviation. Standard deviation is an annualized calculation. So it's very important that we remain, you know, an apples-to-apples comparison by using annual downside tolerance. Okay. So when a client identifies the maximum risk that they're willing to take, can you tell them at that particular time what their probable returns are going to be within a range? On the Risk Pro system, we actually give them their probabilities of return range uh, over the, any 12-month period. So any point in time, depending on how much risk they put in the portfolio, and prior to the mutual fund managers or exchange-traded fund manager skill level, prior to that, just based on the risk as the foundation, we can give them a forward-looking probability and range of returns. Okay. Now, our job if, as a financial advisor is to exceed those returns. Of course. Of course. That's the alpha yeah, the that alpha. you're bringing exactly. in here. Okay, and so then at the uh, end of the time period, you can sit down with the client and you can say, okay, you told us that your risk is such and such. Okay, do you actually have them sign sign a form to say that, to remind them that they told you that? I actually do. It is an electronic signature that they uh, put on the system because at the end of the day, the client is the employer in the relationship, right? Right. It's their money. And, uh, and I'm a servant to, to them as the employer. So it is uh, very important that we are on the same page. And that's why, you know, RiskPro has been labeled so revolutionary is because we are now speaking the same language once and for all. And therefore, we execute with those signatures. And then when they alter that, clients can come in this year and not feel like they want to take more than a $100,000 downside on a million-dollar portfolio, as an example. But next year... Maybe they want to raise that to $150,000, and then they would execute the new e-signature, and I would you know, modify the portfolio, and we would carry on. I see. And then at the end, when you're reviewing the performance, uh, I presume that you can show, given the risk level that you gave us for a maximum loss of, uh, let's say, this $100,000, you should have expected, given what the market did this, markets did this year, you should have expected a blank return what we were able to generate is more or less than that exactly and that's that built-in benchmark i alluded to earlier in in the conversation we absolutely can look at the markets and now investors understand again what a good return is and what a poor return is and so it's interesting because when we start to look at the performance of the underlying securities in the portfolio after looking at the the aggregate return. Sometimes clients feel like they want to chase uh, good performance. So if we had Security A did exceptional and Security B had a ho-hum year, oftentimes a client will ask, well, why don't we get rid of Security B and buy more Security A without understanding the impact that that might have on the risk in the portfolio, i.e., how much money they could potentially lose if the market's turned against them. Well, now with RiskPro, what I can do 
is I can show them what that looks like and how much risk they would have to be willing to stomach to make that move. Well, what, what about changes in the marketplace, such as right now bonds are problematic because we expect a rise in interest rates. Mm-hmm. So that will cause a decrease or decline in the value of the principle of bonds. So many people are holding a lower portion of their portfolio. They're underweighted in bonds. How about changes in the marketplace such as that? Are you able to tweak risk pro to take advantage of those things? Absolutely, Charlie. What we're, what we're able to do, because Risk Pro, the data that Risk Pro processes is daily observations of all the securities in the universe. We're able to see those changes, you know, in the marketplace and then tweak our portfolios, you know, on a relative basis to those changes and actually know exactly what we're getting and the client understands exactly what they're getting always coming back to that potential downside tolerance that we want to protect with 98.6% certainty. Well, you know, Nick, I've got to congratulate you. This is a heck of an idea. Is this your brainchild or was it a committee work you and your brother or uh, give credit to here? I think we give credit to the entire team. Uh, I, I can't do any of this by myself, but uh, I had I was the one that had that fateful review that day, but then I took it to the team, and it was all hands on deck. I got a lot of smart, smart guys working with me, Charlie, and without them, I wouldn't have been able to develop this. Well, we've got to congratulate you for that here. Well, thank you. A couple of questions before we go here, Nick, uh, that we always like to ask. Uh, one is Risk Pro itself. What keeps you awake at night in regards to Risk Pro? Well, that's an easy one, Charlie. That's the 1.4% probability of exceeding the client-directed downside. You know, but I am very comfortable. I, I can't say I'm losing sleep over that because sure. in all those studies with the PhDs in mathematics that came in and tried to, for lack of a better description, Charlie, break Risk Pro, uh-huh. they actually took the, the uh, Risk Pro system at back in time. They wanted to see how the system handles the unknown, in other words, the future. And they really wanted to make sure that it wasn't just solving yesterday's problems, right? We've seen a lot of that in our careers, haven't we? Right, right. So they took all of the numbers out of the system, went back to 1951, uh, because there was a change in how the S&Ps calculated, and they didn't feel comfortable going uh, further back than that. And they ran it as if it was invented in 1951 using 1951 market statistics and everything except using RISPRO's algorithms. Okay? They ran that thing forward, and we only had 2% of the observations exceed the client-directed downside, approximately 2 Okay? Well, interestingly, uh, I was fascinated to know when, what market environment created that. Fascinatingly, Charlie, we made it through every single market environment. The bear market of 73, 74, the crash of 87, you know, what we know as the tech wreck, uh, of course, 08, and any flash crash in between. We made it through all the market environments, except when we had a rare violation, it occurred in 08. Now, that's not to say that all observations in 08 breached the client-directed downside. Quite the contrary. Most did not. But when we had one, it was in, in, in 2008. Well, that's uh, quite remarkable, really. Uh. Well, here's, the, here's actually the best part. Targeting a 20% downside when they ran the study, okay? When we, in the rare event that we did breach the client-directed downside, on a 20% target, the miss was 3.46%. 
Wow. Which means the client would have been down 23.46 if they were one of the rare unlucky ones that did. Well, okay, so I can see why you're not having to lose too much sleep over that. And then uh, question number two is, what book on investing would you recommend for our listeners? Uh, Unexpected Returns. Unexpected Returns by? I, I think it's Ed Easterly. Ed Easterly. Yeah. Okay, tell us a little about it. Well, it's been a while since I've read it, Charlie, but it talks. It really talks to clients about, or investors, I should say, about how to generate returns. You know, whether they're rowing in, in an upward-trending market, or excuse me, whether they're sailing, if you will, using a metaphor, they're sailing uh, when the markets are just giving up robust returns, think the 80s and 90s. And then there's times like last decade where one must grab an oar and start rowing for returns and really earning it by investing uh, uh, l- with more movement in their portfolio than they maybe want to do during a, ri- uh, a soaring bull market. Uh-huh. I strongly recommend that book for okay, an, an investors. Okay, appreciate that. And that's uh, Unexpected Returns. Yes, sir. Okay, so if people are interested in Risk Pro and want some more information, where do they go, Nick? Well, they can dial uh, 949-294-8701 to get a live person to discuss uh, Risk Pro with them. And they can go to our website, which is tegadvisor.com. T is in Tom, E is in Edward, G is in George, advisor.com. Very good. And you folks are located where? So our headquarters are by the Orange County Airport. We are on Von Carmen in the Atrium Building. The address is 19200 Von Carmen, 8th floor. And the city is? Irvine, California. Very good. Okay, so what final word do you have for our listeners on Risk Pro here, Nick? Uh, the final word I have for viewers or for listeners on Risk Pro is that risk matters. It is extremely important. You cannot seek to generate maximum returns if you're not willing to accept a commensurate level of risk. Understanding exactly what that risk is is paramount. RiskPro gives them the ability to convey their chemical makeup or DNA, if you will, risk DNA, to their advisors without any ambiguity. So that's an excellent point about risk, and so often uh, people do not talk about risk enough in our industry, and uh, no question about it, you guys have taken that to the next level and figured out the metrics of how to measure that and how to work with a client on it, which I haven't heard of others who have done that. So our congratulations to uh, the Elements Financial Group and to you, Nick, and to RiskPro for uh, being able to do that. Well, thank you very much, Charlie, and thank you for having me. And if anyone would like additional information about RiskPro, you are welcome to send us a message here at Strategic Investor Radio at info at strategicinvestorradio.com. We'd be more than happy to pass along information and assist you in that regard. You've been listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. We've been talking to Nick Scalzo of the Elements Financial Group here in Irvine, California, and we're very, very pleased that you've joined us today. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science.
Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. PartnerVest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security.